Petrangelo and Eichel play catch out high. Right wing shot, save, rebound, score! Stevenson, power play goals in consecutive games. Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Pass goes to Marcia Silk, behind and for Eichel. The left sidewall, up top Petrangelo, to the right, Theodore shoots, he scores! 41 seconds to go. Theodore scores his second of the period. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LBSportsNetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. We're at Virgin Hotels. We're getting it done. We're just to the left when you walk through the doors. All kinds of stuff happening. We got uh, the Skybox Sports, not bar. It's fancier than a bar. Sports viewing area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, V Live. We got uh, the Shag Room. Mm-hmm. We got the Casas. Got the Casino. A lot going on off the strip here. Yeah, Cassie Beach House, uh, Cass Calavera. We've got $100 gift cards to each of those establishments. So come down, put your name in the hopper. Uh, you still have an opportunity to win that. Uh, you mentioned Skybox. I'm just going to give you a couple of things, right? It's an immersive experience to watch a game inside skybox like being at a sporting event but there's multifunctional massive screens and timely lighting and sound effects so when a goal happens you're going to know about it it's going to feel like you're in a game atmosphere it's going to feel like you're right there watching the game in person that's phenomenal I, I, i cannot wait to take in that experience for myself it's going to be amazing we have our game ratings coming up on the heels of last night's 5-4 Golden Knights victory that extended the winning streak to six games and established a first-place overall record of 10-2, and two, tied with the Boston Bruins, who are 10-1. and one. We'll get uh, deep into what's going on with the Golden Knights as well as the anniversary of Jack Eichel's acquisition by the Golden Knights from the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, we have not chatted at all, though, about shots. Shots, 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 shots. Yeah, I watched the yeah. video uh, again yesterday. Just went back in time. Yeah. Elliot and I, before the show, we're watching a little John, and th- that's a such a fun video. Yeah. And then you have him with the new, uh, the Golden Age campaign yeah. that, that's happening on the heels of uh, the Dumb and Dumber mm-hmm. uh, launch uh, that had the uh, most annoying sound in the world with yeah. Marceau Carlson and Bill Foley. To Lil John being the guest celebrity coach, yeah. and the buy-in from the players and Bruce Cassidy was outstanding. And I'm telling you right now, Jack Eichel's right there with Marcia so is the best actor on the team. Uh, yeah, I, I, well, mm, yes, I, I think Braden McNabb is underrated good in this in this campaign. Um, Lil John was fantastic. I, I love the fact that Nada. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I love the the in the defensive zone. What do we turn down for? What do we turn down for? It's just fantastic. I, it, it was, in my opinion, the greatest piece of media the Golden Knights have ever put out. It, it like it is that good. It sets the bar that high. If you haven't seen it. I don't know why you haven't seen it, but do yourself a favor. Go to uh, at the Golden Knights on Twitter. Scroll down, find that video. It's amazing. Season six is the Golden Age, and congratulations uh, to CMO Eric Tosi and his entire squad for bringing that out and having the switch with Little John doing the breakdown and 
going from shot, shot, shots to the the big turning point of no, yeah, defensive zone cover, coverage and an overload <laughs> and uh, Toe Blake and uh, etc. Uh, Paul Cotter is awesome in it. New guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Paul Cotter's in it. Uh, Logan Thompson is great in yeah. it. Uh, you, you talked about Braden McNabb and his notepad, yeah. and he's got the the strategy written down. Uh, pass to Shea. Yep. It's stroked out. Hip check. That's yep. stroked out, and then shots. Shots. Yep. Uh, it's great. Uh, what we're trying to do is we're trying to overload the strong side so that we can make a nice play to the weak side and catch their forecheck. So good. I loved every minute of it. Just fantastic. And there's more to come, but just l- live with that <laughs> for a while. There was part of me the other day that wanted to give you guys the heads up mm. that something was coming, but yeah. I didn't want it to be taken out of context. If I say something big's coming tomorrow, some, do fans think it's a trade? Do, do fans think... That there's a, another new sweater or whatever. I did that with the with the jersey, but mm-hmm. we we put we were able to dial it in that day with a with the reverse retro. Yeah. And say it's yeah. going to be cool. I couldn't figure out a way without giving away the secret that it was going to be the golden age campaign mm-hmm. uh, be, without leaking it and giving you a heads up. So we just we went organically, just right off the cuff. And and you guys were right with everybody else. Yeah. How cool it was received well the thing with the thing with that is like i don't know how they top it but somehow i know they're going to top it that's that's the part that that's got me like on the edge of my seat i'm excited because that was incredible i love i love little john even if you're not a little john like a fan if even if you're not like uh like a hockey connoisseur uh even if you're not a, a big x and o's person just seeing those worlds collide opposite each other mesh yeah it, it, that's yeah. neat in itself bruce cassidy we got a guest coach for us today uh <laughs> take it over little john there you go and then and then the the, the reactions from the from the players and cotter's outstanding yeah and it uh, logan thompson uh, there's a longer version oh that, that, that will on. also there's a direct i call it the director's cut okay when are we getting right? that the director i don't know <laughs> i want to Tosi doesn't let me into those meetings. I want to see the a good decision by Nate, Eric. Nate Ewell, uh, he, he makes sure he sort of runs interference. Nate's my boss. Uh, Nate runs interference. Every time I try to get more information on really important parts of the uh, operation, yeah. he makes, like, let's grab, go grab a coffee. Let's uh, go over here. He runs interference and, and guides me away. Uh, so I never get near Tosi and and uh, acquire something that I may be able to to spill up. But I did see, I did see the director's cut. Oh, and I just can't tell you when it's going to happen. I'm biting my tongue right now, but it, there's there's more to it. Just just more from what you saw. Okay, I don't know how they 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 got it down to what they did. Awesome yeah, well, stuff. It, it, just phenomenal, phenomenal piece of media. It's like the old Sports Center commercials. Remember the, that that camp? This is Sports Center. Oh yeah, those are great. They have all yeah. the different athletes and the uh, mascots or whoever uh, with with their announcers. Yeah, like this this is that and and having like you you're telling me, Braden McNabb, who's done basically it all as a professional athlete, isn't telling people, hey, have you seen? commercial i'm in with little oh, for, sure. Like, for sure that is just wild and and we know little john loves it yeah at vegas golden night Band. yeah oh for sure like it, it it again it's one of those things that it'll transcend hockey right like it it opens up the world view to to a much larger audience and 
you know, anything that does that I'm a big fan of. But the fact that it's the Golden Knights, that it's Lil Jon, um, and you're able to, to mesh those worlds in a way that, that really resonates, I think, with a lot of people, uh, it's just masterfully done. I smell a pole. Okay. What's your favorite part oh. of the Golden Age Episode 2? I just made up a title there. The Golden Age Episode 2. It's a pretty clunky title. title. Eh, gets the, the point across. Hold on. I got to go tweet Is now. It calling out Nabber? Is it the detailed hockey talk by Little John? Oh. Is it Paul Cotter throwing the paper behind him? Me one more. One more thing to, to jump in. Your what, favorite was it part. Lecision who was drawing the, the little cartoon character? <laughs> was was that the, or is that Logan Thompson that was drawing the, the cartoon character? I think that was Logan. It may have been Logan. That that was pretty funny too. So what do we we got Nabber? Nabber, yeah. Yep. We've got Lil John goes into the finer points of hockey. Yep. X's and O's. Uh you have Paul Cotter. Scrunching out the paper, throwing it behind because he's he's peeking over the the, the shoulder, <laughs> like we all have done. Well, okay, maybe you guys haven't done it as much as I did. I did it a lot in school. I became became pretty good at, uh, at glancing over shoulders and, and taking uh, glimpses of, of answers. But there there's a lot. Of stuff. I'm curious from our listeners' point of view what their favorite part is. And my wife worked in the National Hockey League in the marketing department of the Toronto Maple Leafs for 15 years. And she loved what she saw yesterday. There wasn't even a hint of, oh, like just effusive laughter and, and enjoyment of that being so Vegas, just such a Vegas vibe with the, uh, with the Golden Knights and that Little John Golden Age commercial. <laughs> Bruce Cassidy. Do you think that's what he envisioned when he, when he took the job with the Vegas Golden Knights? I'm going to do a, a commercial where I'm introducing the celebrity guest coach, and it's Lil John up there. And he delivers it on point. Uh, cool, cool stuff. So the, the poll is... Is coming out. Are you done it yet? I'm working on it, buddy. There's How a, long does it take to, there's a to lot come of up with a there's Twitter a, poll? You didn't even give me a fourth option, which is not unlike you. You don't you don't pan you don't like you don't do top five with four. Yeah, exactly. So I've got never. Yeah. I've got Lil John talks X's and O's. Yeah. I've got Cotter throws the paper. Yeah. And I've got other. So you can enter sure. in your own you favorite can. memory All right. of what you thought what, what you love most about this commercial. Post it. Okay, are you gonna retweet it, or are you, like you're gonna put that blue check mark I'll to like good it. use? I'll like it. I'll what's, what's like it. What's the point well, of that? Because I'm still dining out on the station wagon. I've got to get to the. Uh, <laughs> you you to haven't the game composed rating. that tweet yet. We, we 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 I'm still dining out on the station wagon uh, <laughs> tweet that I put out and and on Instagram, getting a lot of love uh, from that. I don't want to one up myself. That defeats the purpose. Like. Okay. It's crazy. Hey, we got we got to get to our game ratings. Uh, let's uh, let's roll it, uh, Chappie. Welcome to my latest experiment. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Ah, uh, well, it's a DeLorean, right? Bear with me, Marty. All your questions will be answered. Roll yeah. tape. We have a 5-4 win by the Vegas Golden Knights over the Ottawa Senators to extend the winning streak to a half dozen. And this is how we celebrate. We're coming over to the Virgin Hotels for the VGK Insider Show uh, on this day. Uh, there's a 
fantastic setup here. Everybody's in such a great mood, and it is upscale, but you you can still function. Chapman can't get in more than once, but the rest of us, we can still function and, and get along. You, you feel good about yourself walking into Virgin uh, Hotels and uh, all the different bars and restaurants and uh, casino here. 5-4 win. Chapman, what's your game rating, and are you swayed at all by my picture of the Buick Roadmaster that I put out? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not swayed. I will give it a 3 out of 5, a Hummer. Lots of ups and downs in the game. Kind of a weird game. I thought the first goal that Claude Giroux scored was was a, a, a little strange because it looked like he was just dumping it in. He turned around, he was skating off the ice before he realized it went in. But there were some good, you know, you get out to the 5-1 lead before Ottawa scores a couple goals. Uh, nice to see Zach Whitecloud getting on the board and Chandler Stevenson adding another goal. And, of course, Captain chips in with his goal ended assist. So a lot of good, a lot of bad. At the end of the day, it's two points and you move on to the next one. So I will go with a three. A three out of five from Chris Chapman with the, the Hummer. The, the goal that Drew scored from the neutral zone looks questionable. It's more of a fluky goal than a bad goal is how I describe it. You, you may look at it and say there never should be a chance that a puck goes in from there. 99% you're right. But every now and then there's a terrible hop that gets by the best shortstop in the game of baseball. And that's what that was yesterday. I don't, I don't think I and used the word bad, And it's happened to everybody that's, that's played at a certain level where, where that, uh, that happens to go in. Yeah, I thought I said weird goal. I don't think I said bad. I was just oh, making oh, okay. an overall right. statement. Uh, I had already moved on from you, to be quite honest. <laughs> Wallace? Uh, yeah, I'm going, uh, I'm going station wagon. I'm going two out of five. Um, wow. Listen, I... Does this have anything to do with the station wagon you just saw? I was going to go two out of five anyway, but I, I think that that station wagon deserves a little bit of love here. And there aren't going to be many opportunities, I think, this year where I'm going to be able to go two out of five for a Golden Knights game. Um, listen, they get two points. You like that. They were able to find a way to kind of close things out. You like that. But you know, overall, I, I didn't like a lot of their game last night. I, I just didn't. And, you know, from from my perspective, I think they can play a lot better. I think they will be a lot better. Uh, but the Ottawa Senators, they were able to do a lot of really good things in that game. They were able to push the pace on the Golden Knights, get through the neutral zone. They were able to get some really quality scoring chances. We haven't seen teams do that to Vegas. So, um, I, I think there's room to grow and, and room to get better, so it's two out of five for me. You're the kind of person that could find the negative in anything. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a negative Nelly there's, for sure. There's a rule around the game. Okay. Never criticize a win. It's literally what we do here. Never criticize a win. Okay. That was, uh, that was a five-goal performance. Fourth time this year they scored five goals. Right away, combined with a victory, that makes it a three or better. Okay. Now, the, the, there's some concern defensively. You turned the puck over a little bit uh, too much. You went, and I'll, I'll factor this in, you went offside on a goal. You had a goal call back because you were ahead of the play. That uh, that shouldn't happen, but, but it did, and you could make a case that that would have put the game out of reach, even though uh, they came back and scored anyway. But there's, there's some, some issues that you would like to tighten up through the course of that game. Shots against, certainly giving up a sizable advantage in the game getting closer, and then going uh, offside on an eventual goal, which, by the way, I called the offside when it happened, and and 
I'm never right on those things. Wow. I'm always going back and looking at it mm-hmm. and saying, that was offside. No, it's not. Oh, did you because, get- because I think the, the, I think it's offside, but the linesmen are so good. Yeah. They're so amazing. But that one just looked uh, a, a little bit uh, extreme. But the the idea that you still score five goals and you still find a way to win and you've won six in a row, I, I'm going three out of five, a Hummer, and I, I, I think that there's still enough to, to like about it that you avoid the wagon. I, I, you shouldn't have sent me the picture then. I know. I, I knew it. And, and there, was, there was a strong pull, mm-hmm. there's great gravitational ut- pull there's great to, vote, to vote on the wagon. Yeah, because of what I saw today. Right, it is extraordinary. Check it out on Twitter at Darren Millar. You know what Chapman uh, just did? Are. He retweeted you. He did. You know what I did? I retweeted you. How did you guys do that? By hitting the retweet button. Oh, because because I didn't retweet the the poll. Yeah, yeah. But that see, still had over in, a thousand that, votes. But that still that gets into one upping myself and watering my own content down. I still. Like you have yours, I have mine. It's good. We're maximizing our our content. I still love. There's no such thing as watering your own content down. You can't water down. (laughs) You're you're so no. Absolutely. Uh, What's the uh, poll up to right now? Uh, We've got a dead heat with Nabber and Little John talks X's and O's. Uh, Paul Cotter is in the last place, 20% of the vote uh, with throwing the paper, and then we've got 22% for others. Some of the other uh, that we have is new guy for Jake LeCision, uh, Logan Thompson drawing and not paying any attention, uh, obviously when they were talking about stuff to do in the offensive zone. Uh, so 29% uh, tie with uh, Nabber and Lil John talks X's and O's. And uh, this has been engaged more than your picture, so really, I don't know. Well, man. no, it, it Maybe. should be engaged. It's a well, poll. It, it should be, but you you want to you want to take away. You don't like you're you're worried about taking away. Just retweet it. No, it it should be more engaged. Your blue check mark should be more engaged. A poll. Come on. If a poll is not engaged with, it's a really bad poll. I well, so it kind of goes. There with have the, been. We've had some interesting polls over the last couple of days. Is this like a new thing that you're trying to I don't do? Know. No, I'm just going to come, with, really. come up just, with a poll every it just, day. It just seems to be working right now. I'm just saying, like if we if we're going to do a poll, we should have more often. We should have it open for. Yeah, it. well, that's all. You picked up on that, Chapman. No. <laughs> leave me out of this. Leave me out of this. This is YouTube. You weren't listening, were you? No, I said leave me out of it. Ryan picked up on the fact that we've done a couple of polls the last few shows, mm-hmm. and if we're going to start doing this, we should have an opening. And I and I congratulated him for picking up on that. I'm usually right there with it, meaning that you didn't pick up on it. No, I I, I, I didn't pick up on it. No. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Why did you? What did what did you think we were talking about? He wasn't listening. No, no, I was. I, I he wasn't. My listening. my mind was wandering about the no. the, the results from leave the poll me, from three days leave ago. Me out of it. It's your job. <laughs> See, this is what happened. We're we're at Virgin Hotels. We're having a great time, hanging out, working the room, and just just right in the cool scene. And you're stuck back at the studio. Yes. You're listening to us have fun, and you're sulking. 
I am. That's what's no, happening you know right what? now. I, I, was, I was busy retweeting you. So Don't. I, no, no. You're <laughs> sulking right now. I, just a little bit. Yeah, I wish and, I got to hang out there. Because you're feeling left out because you're not uh, not with us I know. going up to the skybox. I know. I'm always left out of these cool hey, things. Hey, train's here tonight. I like, yeah. I like yeah. uh, drops of Jupiter. Really? Yeah. You're, you're right into it. Good for you. Well, that was their big hit. It's a yeah. great song. It's it's awesome. Like how can you? It's again very Vegas. Mm-hmm. Just be in the scene. Walk through the casino. Have a great meal. Yep. Go to the the Casa Beach Club. Go go to Skybox. Go go uh, take in the the train concert. Yeah. Again, it's awesome. You got train in the theater tonight. Doors at seven o'clock, and then tomorrow, if you're a sports fan, you know where to go. Skybox, Vegas Golden Knights hockey. We all know it's Vegas and Montreal. Uh, that's four o'clock, and then you've got UFC Fight Night after that. So uh, a lot to a lot to jump into over here at Virgin Hotel Las Vegas. And we're not just saying this because we're here. Like we actually come here too. Yeah. Like th- that's the the great part about this. Some places you you have a job to do. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. go there and you represent the client. Yep. And you do it as as professionally as you're able to do. Yeah. This this is seamless. Like, we already come here. We're hanging out. This isn't even work to us today. <laughs> this is just hanging out where we always come anyway. Yeah, don't you feel like you're just at home? You're I feel kicking your feet you know what up. I feel, like? I feel like we, we, we set this up because yeah. I was already going to be here. Yeah. But without Chapman. But now I have to spend a little well, bit. Not, like it, at arm's length. It always uh, makes sense with, it's with without Chapman. Chapman. Okay, what's the poll up to now? Because this is the poll for Ryan the Hockey Guy. What Did is you, your favorite oh, oh, part I see, of I the see, Golden Knights' newest Golden I, Age commercial with I, Little John? I see that you uh, you liked, liked it, it with your blue check mark and did not retweet it for more traction, but that's <laughs> totally fine. Uh, right now we've got a 30, uh, 32% of the votes, Lil John talks, X's and O's, 30% of the vote, Nabber, uh, 22% other, and 16 now down to 14% for Cotter. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty close race. Yeah, it is. By the way, Logan Thompson did win the MVP um, poll yesterday. Oh, he what, did. What he was did. the uh, the final tally? Uh, I think it was like forty six percent to forty two percent Thompson to Eichel. Wow, people yeah. love their goalies here. They do, they do. I told you that. I told you that it, it should probably be Eichel, but that by the end of the poll, it would be Logan Thompson, and it was Logan Thompson. I wonder uh, if. Uh, if we were really smart, that just proves how smart we were not to include the goalies. I got well. I got yelled otherwise at a couple it, uh, of times. Otherwise, it would have been a, well, a runaway. Well, it would have been a runaway, but I got yelled at uh, for not having Aiden Hill <laughs> on there. I'm people, glad somebody people, else. Is and you know what? If you if if you had put Aiden Hill on there, people would have yelled at you for putting him on there. You can't win. Well, no, I, you're you're right. Like that's not that's not untrue, but you know. Just an idea of what I deal with. Okay, I'm going to go grab a bite to eat here at Virgin Hotels. Uh, when we come back from the commercial <laughs> break, I'll be snacking. And you guys will be talking about the anniversary of the Jack Eichel trade. It was one year ago today that the trade was completed between the Buffalo Sabres and the Vegas Golden Knights. And both teams, quite honestly, have benefited from it. But the higher end I think belongs to one club over the other, and you can likely guess where I'm going with this. There's uh, different aspects to it, and we'll break it down a little bit more on one-timers. News notes from around the NHL next on Fox Sports Las Vegas, live in location at Virgin Hotels. 
maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insiders Show. We're back and we're talking Jack Eichel, the anniversary of the trade acquiring the centerman from the Buffalo Sabres. We have had the calendar year to dissect this thing, watch players on both teams. What's your overall summarization of what Jack's been through and the trade? Uh, I mean, to me, I look at the trade as being one that benefits both teams. I think the Golden Knights get what they've been looking for, and that's a a number one center, dynamic, game-breaking type of player. Uh, And the Buffalo Sabres get a, a couple of pieces that should help them grow into a good hockey club down the stretch. But I, I think, you know, Alex Tuck and Peyton Krebs, it makes sense for where Buffalo is going. Uh, and Jack Eichel makes sense where, where, for where Vegas is right now. Um, you're starting to see Jack round into form. You're starting to see him and the ability that he has to break a game wide open. Uh, as long as that's consistent, you're, you're going to look at Jack Eichel in a very different way than maybe you do. Uh, over the course of the season, because I think he's poised to do something special. Is it fair to compare Jack Eichel with Alex Tuck? Right now, Alex Tuck has more goals than Jack. Yeah. Jack has more points than than Alex. When you talk about important goals, both have scored and been a factor in key victories for their team. Tough to put uh, anybody ahead of what Jack's done in the two overtime wins back-to-back Winnipeg and Washington. But to, to compare them head-to-head is is unfair to, to both guys. Mm-hmm. You could, you could yeah. angle that in both ways. Alex Tuck is, is not going, not supposed to be the superstar that Jack Eichel is. No. And and if you're comparing Jack Eichel to Alex Tuck, well, you're, you're probably going to say he should be leaps and bounds ahead when I'm not sure that that's necessarily fair. In a, in a league where there's so little difference between athletes. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to, but I think it's always going to be a thing that happens. Like, you, you're always going to have Jack Eichel and Alex Tuck intertwined um, and because of the trade. And so for that reason, even if it isn't fair to both parties, even if it isn't, isn't fair to Alex Tuck and it's not fair to Jack Eichel, it's just going to be something that's woven into the fabric of that trade and woven into the fabric of what we discuss as we go on year after year after year between these two clubs. Ultimately, the only thing that's going to matter, the only the, the final decision on this trade is which team's going to win, right? And I'm not talking about regular season wins. I'm not talking about anything but a Stanley Cup. If the Golden Knights are able to get themselves to a Stanley Cup and Jack Eichel is a major part of it, the Golden Knights win the trade. Same thing can be said for the Buffalo Sabres. If you both get there, then it's great. It's a trade that worked out for everybody. But right now, uh, that's the only way I'm going to judge this one. It was an important trade for the Buffalo Sabres because they had another athlete who had no desire to play that. That had fallen out of uh, lockstep with management and ownership over the surgery and the plans for his health. Uh, It it was different than Ryan O'Reilly, but in a lot of areas it was the same you had uh, an adversarial relationship yeah where this organization was going in the case of jack eichel you acquired a player from the area who was happy to play there yeah that you didn't have to convince to be happy to play in buffalo that's a win for the buffalo sabers and for jack eichel 
landing in Vegas with a team with high expectations and a supporting cast mm-hmm. was big for him to feel like he could take his career to a next level. Yeah, I agree with all that. And and I, I think for for Jack, with a supporting cast, you get to see the full complement of his skill set, right? And and I think with, with now Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson on his line, it's kind of really one of those moments where Jack is playing with very highly skilled players, fast players in, in the complement of, of Chandler Stevenson, and you're starting to see more things, I think, open up for, for what Jack's going to be able to do. I firmly believe that we're still talking about a 100-point player here in Jack Eichel. Oh, yeah. I firmly believe that, that when all is said and done, Jack Eichel is going to cement himself as as a top 10, top 8 player in this league, maybe even higher. Uh, so when you've, when you've got that at your disposal with the Vegas Golden Knights and then you, you factor in Mark Stone is, is here and under contract, you've got Alex Petrangelo and Shea Theodore on the back end, you've got all the misfits together and producing. I think the Golden Knights are going to be a really dangerous team because of the acquisition of Jack Eichel. Eichel is thought to be a 100-point player. Yeah. If he scores 100 points, he should be over 40 goals. Yeah. He, he, he's that type of breakdown with his stats. Yeah. He likes to score goals. He, he would lead this team outright if that one would have counted last night. And he would have been on pace for 40. Exactly. On pace for 40 and over uh, well over 100 points yeah. uh, on, on the season. So he's there. And I think that there's still another level to right. go yeah, with, with Jack Eichel. Uh, Mark Stone said it uh, the other night uh, after practice in Ottawa, where they've been focused so much on the defensive systems and making sure that they're dialed in on that part of the game that the putting the puck in the net angle is a little bit behind Mm -hmm. and he expects that to 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 catch up in the next few weeks and you'll see a little bit more production and maybe a little bit more finish maybe more high quality chances well they've already scored five goals in a game four times yeah and that's in the first 12 games yeah that's pretty darn good if you're playing catch up Mm -hmm. so who knows what uh what the ceiling is for for jack eichel is he had two multi-point games going into last night. He would have had a third had that goal stood, but he still he still picks up uh, uh, a point in the in the uh, in the column. Is this one of those rippers that that gets him going? That, the heater uh, for Jack Eichel, and if that's the case, it doesn't matter what happens in Buffalo. If Jack Eichel becomes that 100-point guy on a playoff team with with a deep run, and he's still going to be judged on how far the the team goes in the playoffs there's nothing that tuck or anybody else can do in in buffalo yeah i mean again i, I think if you're if you're a hundred point player and you are you are leading your team the way that we expect jack or, or hope that jack will be able to lead this golden knights team once you get into the playoffs then i think i think you're absolutely right outside of again winning a stanley cup if if you if you look at this trade five, ten years from now, and the Golden Knights have a Stanley Cup and the Buffalo Sabres have a Stanley Cup, I think you can make a real strong argument that everyone everyone wins here. Right? That's fine. Everyone wins here. But well, the Buffalo, best, Buffalo but, wasn't winning a Stanley Cup because Jack Eichel wasn't going to play there. Right, right. But my point is, you have the option for everyone to win, but the fact of the matter is the Golden Knights got the best player in the trade. 
They just did. There's there's no there's nothing that you're going to get from Alex Tuck, in my opinion, that's going to touch what Jack Eichel at his peak is going to be able to do for this Golden Knights team. And he'll still be an important part to that team, yeah. and we'll see what the prospects yeah. do uh, that uh, that uh, are still to come. Uh, players playing in, in Europe, uh, at, at their first round pick from from last year. So there's still parts to come, and and look, a better Buffalo team is better for the league. In, yeah. in my estimation, too. So I think it's cool seeing Buffalo back to a sense of uh, relevancy inside the game. Uh, but but Jack's ability to become a game breaker, and he was drafted second overall behind the best player in the game. So there's there's a big step, a ceiling that he can still get up to. Mm-hmm. It, it, when I When I watch him and look at his stats... And if he gets anywhere close to where I think he can get to, where he wants to get to, where he's committed to get to, because I've seen the private skates, then then it's going to be huge for the Vegas Golden Knights. Never mind what he does for the other players. Yeah. And that and that's another. When he starts learning how to be with great players, because he's been on an island for so long. Yeah. When that starts to happen, whoa. Yeah, like that. That's what gets me really excited. Chandler Stevenson was always thought of, well, a placeholder for the next person, for an Eichel yeah. to step in between a Pacioretty and a Stone. Back when 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 those uh, players were all here. Yeah. Well, the the issue was always was Chandler Stevenson became a better player with those guys, but he made them great. Yeah. Jack Eichel is really he's a superstar. And when everybody else starts to get dialed in and they become great, that's the added value uh, of Jack Eichel. And I, I can't wait to, to see it because the the capper is, he's a motivated son of a gun right now. Yeah, he is. Yeah. To, uh, he, to get this thing to another level. Well, he, he, wants, he wants to win and he wants to make the playoffs. It's been too long for Jack Eichel in the NHL to not have an opportunity to play playoff games, let alone meaningful games down the stretch to get into the playoffs. So, like, I... I, I look at this as one of those situations where you've got a highly motivated player, a player that wants to prove everybody wrong, to continue to prove everybody wrong. I, I think this is going to be a big year for him. And, you know, you're talking about 13 points, 12 games, better than a point-a-game player, would be on pace for 60 goals if that if that goal last night on the power play wasn't called back on offsides. I, I think he's going to get to 40. I think he's going to get to 100. And I think that the, the narrative surrounding Jack Eichel is really going to change based on what he does this year. You know, if I'm a Buffalo fan... There's a part of me that's not happy, even with the players that they acquired. Yeah. Not because of their play, but because the trade had to happen. Sure. At all. And this goes back to Ryan O'Reilly and, and the dysfunction within the organization that he perceived uh, existed at that time. You traded away Ryan O'Reilly. He went on to win a Stanley Cup and be an important part of, of the St. Louis Blues. Right. And, and, and is still an important part to the point that he's taken all the ownership of their subpar start right now and is the leader of that group. He was traded away because it didn't work in Buffalo. Jack Eichel had a difference of opinion within the organization on how to treat his injured neck, which is now close to being the standard, Mm -hmm. if not slam dunk that is the standard with artificial disc replacement surgery. As a Buffalo fan, you can't not look at this objectively and not take that into consideration. Where you had two great centers Mm -hmm. 
under your umbrella. Yeah. And it didn't work. So you you may think that, and it may be spun that Buffalo's coming out of this on an even grounds with, with Jack Eichel, but the fact that you had to trade him at all yeah. was, was a mistake. No, it, it was a mistake, and even for the Buffalo Sabres, right? Like, you've got a player in Tage Thompson who looks like it's going to be a, a, a very good player for you. Sign him the return long-term. for yeah, That's the return for Ryan O'Reilly. But yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean no. anything because Ryan O'Reilly won a Stanley Cup. Ryan O'Reilly fell out of love with the game of hockey, went to St. Louis, wins the Conn Smythe, and then is named captain. Like, unless the Buffalo Sabres get there themselves... You're never going to win that. Tage Thompson, Thompson could be a perennial 30, 35, 40 goal guy for the Buffalo Sabres. It's not going to mean anything unless they win. And even then, I don't think it means anything. And when it does get good there, yeah. if it's this year, if it's next year, great. Yeah. I hope it does because that market deserves it. However, you had to go through four extra years yeah. of huge pain to get there. They, they might they might be... With, with, without it necessarily needing it. Now, I'm happy. I, I still can't believe Vegas has Jack Eichel. Yeah, it's to be wild. Honest, I pinch myself it's all the time. Yeah. Going, he, he really plays here? Yeah. On top of Petro, on top of Stone, yeah. uh, on top of Phil Kessel. Yeah. Like, it's a really uh, – Alec Martinez. Shea like, Theodore. There's so, so many guys that have been brought in to the original group yeah. uh, that that, uh, that blow me away. But Jack Eichel, I didn't. I never thought it was possible. That, and so that, that part, I'm not going to apologize for him being here. Or say that he should be still in Buffalo because I, I don't I'm I'm happy I'm pumped I'm excited about him being here. But if I was a Saber fan, as as good as uh, the the progress appears to be, there's still a reason to be ticked off. Well, here's the thing with Buffalo: we've seen this before. We've seen great starts to the year fizzle out, and yeah. it's the same old story. And until it's not the same old story, it's going to be the same old story. You you don't know how much to buy into this version of the Buffalo Sabres because they start off great in October, they fall apart in November and they're out of it by December. So you're still on the same time frame. You're still in, in the same unknown area and you know when you haven't made the playoffs in over 10 years and you've gone through two, two and a half failed rebuilds mm-hmm. patience has to be running thin. Did you hear that? I did. Suitcases rolling by. Yep. People excited. Yep. Coming in getting ready to version hotels. I know. I wonder if they're going to the Skybox. I don't know. Over the Casa Beach Club. Uh, they're probably going to ha- hang out and watch Train tonight. Yeah. Or at, watch at the VGK theater. Insider Show. Or watch the VGK Insider Show, which you can do right now. Or probably going to hang out at Skybox audience. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would do it. Uh, the, uh, the idea of Jack and the Buffalo Sabres is still a thing, though. Next Thursday's game on television has been picked up as a national broadcast. Vegas and Buffalo. Oh, in Buffalo. Boy. Let's go. It's still a thing. <laughs> it still does draws great interest yeah. and intrigue. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, catching up with Chapman back at the Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and a very sour, angry, bitter man that he's not hanging out with us <laughs> at Virgin Hotels on Fox Sports Las Vegas. When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. I give him a lot of grief, but there's part of me that's even even soft on giving him the gears about not being at Virgin Hotels today. 
because you're like you're missing out. The two hours here has been outstanding <laughs> to the point that I'm going to hang out. I'm going to have dinner, and uh, we're we're here regularly anyway. Uh, Chapman, I feel bad that you're not here now. Yeah, I really wish I was down there. I'm going to have to come out and hang out with Ryan when he's doing a pregame show from there because that's. Yep. First of all, I, I love the Hard Rock, but when I was in the Virgin Hotel, I was like, you know what? I completely forgot the Hard Rock even existed because it was <laughs> such a cool place. It, it, yeah. It, it, it just had really cool vibes. And, Chapman, it's yes. like catching up with an old friend. Yes, yes, yeah. that's exactly a, a Speaking good, of which. Yes, yeah, so. Oh, Christopher. Oh, hi, Darren. So we've had a little bit of a weird week, so I didn't have a chance to really talk about this, but uh, it was reported that the Ottawa Senators could possibly be for sale and the person who supposedly the name who was supposedly interested was Ryan Reynolds, the actor Canadian born in Vancouver and now owner of Wrexham uh, FC. They have a series on Netflix about his takeover and, and, and it's kind of become a cult following. Uh, but the Deadpool actor, he supposedly has has hinted that he would be interested or possibly be interested. How cool would that cryptic. be? It's yeah, very cryptic. How cool would that be? I mean, first of all, Ryan Reynolds is is a great actor. He's a that guy has it all. He's a good looking dude. He's a great actor. He's hugely successful in other ventures. He's very away. patriotic. Yes, and he's and he's a real charitable guy. So like he he it, it would just be a good thing for the NHL if someone like Reynolds was involved in owning a team. Uh, I don't I don't know if he's worth the amount of money it would take to buy the Ottawa Centers, but certainly if he was part of a group, uh, he's 150 million or something like that. Yeah, that's all worth. That's a lot of, but but how except, much would it except cost? Except the teams, the teams valued at around 700 million. Yeah, so so he would certainly need a group of of investors with him, but it would just be great for the league because Reynolds is a guy with a really good image. Uh, you know the 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 Wrexham stuff has has really taken off. Like ESPN Plus actually showed a game from Wrexham uh, recently. Uh, it's just a cool thing, and 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 having a, a really well known, well liked celebrity like Ryan Reynolds involved in your ownership would would be really really cool. So if the Ottawa Senators were to be sold, I I would love to see Reynolds be part of the group that that bought the team. It would be super cool, and I think it'd be great for the league. I know of a couple of groups that are involved because this this has been going on for a while uh, that uh, groups were poking their noses around to see what was going to happen with the franchise uh, there's some high rollers involved maybe not the same level of fame as Ryan Reynolds but uh, and some alumni too uh, I've, I've been told are, are involved in a couple of groups so we'll see where it goes but 700 million American which is over a billion Canadian. That's a whole lot of toonies. Speaking of which, you still owe me like a toonie or Do five it? of them. Hmm. Can you hear the music right now? It's very low. Yeah. I can't hear it. That's better. I'm worried about uh, stepping on the out cue. Tomorrow, 3 o'clock, pregame show. Fox Sports Las Vegas. Golden Knights against Montreal. Game three of the road trip, see if they can keep it going.